So when we come into this new episode of a new cast, a brand new episode, brand new vibe, everything, they have already filmed for like three or four weeks up to this point. However, everything that they filmed that involved Lizzie was gone. That had to be scrapped. So we come in and it already is kind of giving this weird thing like they're not really meeting each other They're really already, they've already been hanging out. There are already issues, one being a restaurant situation and one allegedly being this cheese comment. I have a theory that it is not about a restaurant. It is not about cheese. It is actually about the arguments that happened and the things that went down with Lizzie. This is not just another housewife podcast. Celebrity gossip. Consuming my brain. You cannot tell me that for the last two years, all of these dates have not been blocked off with NFL stadiums. It is all happening. I'm Brett, and this is the Oops I Gossiped Again podcast. Hello, friends. Happy Friday, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I, oh my gosh, I am currently in my office. I just looked up out my window, and there is a little baby deer. Oh, two baby deers, two fawns walking through my front yard. They are so adorable. That was completely not planned. (laughs) That was not planned. I wish I could show you pictures of them right now. They're so dang cute. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We have a lot to cover today, and honestly, I'm trying to make these episodes a little bit shorter. I'm trying to keep them down under one hour because I feel like sometimes I can get a little word salad sometimes when we drag on too long. I'm trying to respect your time. I have a lot to get through, but I'm going to try to keep it in as little words as possible, and then I would love that we could engage the conversation on social platforms. You can always DM me on Instagram or TikTok. We can have these conversations in the comment section, all of the things, but I want to respect your time. So I'm making a conscious effort to not be full word salad. Little heads up here are some things that we are going to talk about. We're going to talk about the new Roni reboot. We're going to talk briefly about Orange County. Uh, what else? We had, you know, we have big news headlines like the Tupac Shakur investigation, which is absolutely wild to me. We have some things with the movies that are coming out this week and how that affects with the SAG-AFTRA strike, all kinds of exciting, fun things. Oh, and I'm going to complain a little bit about Vanderpump Rules. And if it sounds like I'm being whiny or complainy. I'm a little annoyed this morning and I feel like this is my safe space with you so I can complain to you and we're going to talk about it together. So let's just dive in first. I want to talk about Tupac Shakur. So two days ago, there was a search warrant put out for a home in Vegas and they spent two hours searching this home. This home is allegedly owned by Paula Clemens, 
who was, I believe, married to Keith D. Now, Keith D, for the last 27 years, has alleged that his nephew, Orlando, is the one that pulled the trigger on the fatal shot of Tupac Shakur 27 years ago. He has stood by that. He has always said that. Now, he is a gang member. Orlando has since passed as well. So they do this search warrant two, two days ago, and I believe they were there for about two hours. Claims that they seized hard drives. They seized photos, all kinds of things. Now, on Wednesday night, they raided this home and they took two people out. So as of recording this, there was not information of who they actually took out of the home and for what purpose or what is happening. But if I can, I will update this. I'll slide something in if we get more news before I actually post this. This is something that was not on my bingo card. I mean, I'm a millennial. This is this happened. I remember this happening. I remember it vividly when this all went down. This is not on my 2023 bingo card. Are we actually possibly getting something that is going to lead to some answers of what actually happened to Tupac that night? I don't know. Is this all kind of smoke and mirrors? I don't know. I guess we will see, but it has been consuming my brain and I can't stop thinking about it. Again, I will do my best if I can to update as things come. And if not, if I don't manage to get an update in here before it is posted, please go to my social channels and I will make sure to update there as well. The other hot news, one week ago today, the SAG-AFTRA members joined the Writers Guild on strike. And now this has not happened. They have not gone on strike since 1980. And the them together, I think it's been even longer. So what does this mean for anybody right now? No, none of the actors, nobody that works on sound, nobody that are actors, anything. They cannot promote any projects that are coming. Now, this is a big week in film. Today, Oppenheimer and Barbie are going to be in theaters, long awaited for months. The Barbie marketing team has been... In our faces nonstop, I've actually, I felt like they did a really good job promoting the movie, but now as of last week, all of that ends. The Oppenheimer cast actually left their premiere. We have not seen an actor on a red carpet. Uh, Barbie actually asked Matt Gates to come and be at these premieres. I'm like, you guys are absolutely ridiculous. This is how it affects me personally. So the things that I talk about, obviously reality television, uh, Bravo, Housewives, things of that nature, those are on different contracts. They do not compare, they, they don't fall into the same umbrella as film and, and TV. Now, there are many people that would likely hold SAG cards, uh, you know, notably Kyle Richards, Heather Dubrow, the people that work in film and TV sound crews, hosts, things of that nature, they likely hold SAG cards. Now they can choose to go on strike or keep working, but if they're working, they're not considered um, scabs because they work in, in reality television and it is entirely different contracts. But I felt as a creator in the space of reviewing TV that I really wanted to make sure that I was being respectful to the strike. I have no intentions of helping to promote on my platform these movies. Now, they are not calling for strikes of watching the films because then, of course, it would take away money from local theaters as well. And they also have not called for the strike against streaming platforms, which is actually a very large piece of this because residuals, especially with Netflix, are being you know negotiated with within these contracts. 
but they are not asking for those strikes at this time. So for me, I'm like, I have been waiting for these movies for a very long time. I was excited to kind of use my platform to talk about them and promote them and share my reviews of them. I will not be doing that. I will likely be going to see the movies. <laughs> I, I I don't even want to be like, hey, I'm at X movie. I just want to be respectful. And I don't, I obviously don't have any intention of ever getting into the union because SAG-AFTRA has been very clear that if there are people that would like to be in the union at some point and they are, you know, looking to expand into writing, TV, movie, etc., that you will be banned from that if you do any promotion. Now it's been kind of touch and go with influencer type thing. Like they say, if you have already had a pay promotion, like you should probably still honor those contracts. However, even if say for my me example, If I was contacted by any of these studios and I was told, hey, we will pay you, we will fly you out to this screening, we will do X, Y, and Z, we will give you a check, we'll do all these things for you if you take photo, video, and help promote the movie, essentially doing their premieres, doing their promo when their people are not capable of doing so. They are going reaching out to creators and influencers to do that. And that is a scab. That is crossing the picket line. Going to the movie is not crossing the picket line. However, doing any promotion of said television show or movie absolutely is. So for me, I'm just being respectful. I don't have anybody contacting me and being like, hey, we'll pay you. You know, obviously I'm not that big of a creator, but I'm being respectful because I don't want to be that person because I think that public opinion has a lot to do with that as well, but they are standing up for what they believe in and I'm going to respect that and I'm going to support that. So I won't have any reviews of the movies. I won't have any things that are shared, you know, dressing to go to it. I probably won't even tag that I'm there. None of that. I'm just going to go and enjoy what I'm going to enjoy. And that will be the end of it. I am seeing a lot of creators that are doing that. And I think it's disrespectful. I think it is crossing a line that we shouldn't, um, you know, even if you don't have, you don't plan to ever be in that union, it's still doing the work of someone that is on strike for that work. Whether it's paid or it's free, I don't, it doesn't look good and I don't like it. Like we should be supporting them because it's not just about people that are the elite. You know, it's not just about the Brad Pitts and the Jennifer Aniston's. It is about the people that are struggling actors and that's what they're all fighting for. Like the, the big names are getting on the picket line and supporting them for the people that are struggling, for the people that are not getting the money that is owed to them, for the people that have to run multiple jobs to be in a movie, but also live, right? It's not, it like, I think it, we're clouded because we're seeing all of the big names of things, but it's really so much more than that. They are supporting everyone down the line for what they deserve. And I think that is admirable. And I just want to support that. If you have questions, I've done a lot of research into this. If you have questions about things that like we should or we shouldn't do, please feel free to send me a DM. I'm happy to talk about it. But as of this moment, (laughs) that will be the end of what I talk about of what I will be doing this weekend. And if you are a creator, if you see creators that are doing this, like I don't think it's 
you can choose to ignore it. I don't think it's out of, you know, bad taste to kind of call them out on it. I have actually, unfortunately, unfollowed a couple of people that I did enjoy following because they were doing exactly that. They were going to screenings. They are doing the promotion and I don't like it. I That's my personal opinion. You can have your own opinion on it. But if you have questions, anything like that, please do not hesitate. Give me a DM. We can talk about it. I can kind of explain a little bit more. Um, but I support them. And if you are going to the movies this weekend, just kind of, you know, as a fan, obviously you can talk about it. If you are a creator or an influencer that you feel like your platform is going to be any viewed as any type of promotion, maybe just kind of like think about that. But I hope that you have a good weekend at the movies. If you will be going, it has been highly anticipated and uh, we'll see how they do. Other hot topics in the news. It was a week for breakups and my heart like can't handle it. We found out that Ariana Grande and her husband Dalton after rumors for months are getting divorced. And we also found out that Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello are getting divorced. And I think he officially filed yesterday. I think I saw that alert come. I mean, Ariana, it's like, okay, whatever. She's already rumored to be dating her wicked co-star Ethan, which is wild to me. But she showed up at Wimbledon and looked gorgeous. Like absolutely. She has been filming. Obviously the filming has stopped for wicked for quite some time now, but she looked so good, just really sleek and this different version of her. I really like it. I thought it was, I think she looked poised and gorgeous. She is now rumored to be dating her co-star of Wicked, which is wild. He was uh, SpongeBob on Broadway. So that's interesting. But Joe and Sophia, I really thought was going to be end game forever. And I was it was just, it was a hard week. Like don't keep giving us these breakups, please. Just can't people stay together forever <laughs> because we like to see them together. That's a joke. I mean, don't take that seriously, but I was a little heartbroken by that one. Anyway, Joe Manganiello is back on the market. Apparently he has been spotted spending a lot of time with Vince Vaughn. I believe they are filming for something as well. Uh, he's been, they've been, well, not anymore, but they've been spotted together quite a bit this summer, but, and she has been, I believe in Spain, Spain or Italy. I can't even remember at this moment. It was rumored for a while and things look like it wasn't working out and it's official. They are divorcing. So I wish them all the best of luck and sending them all so much love throughout this. If you've been following me on TikTok for long enough, you know that I like to recap my favorite Bravo television shows or any other reality shows that are happening in the morning while I drink my coffee. And something you may not know about me is that I put a lot of effort into which mugs I use while I spill the tea for you. I feel like it just sets the tone for my day. And one of my favorite places to order mugs from is Babeco. Babeco creates products that empower people to give the finger to societal norms, to be unapologetically themselves, to use their own voice, and maybe even swear a little. Far too often, society tells us who to be, how to look, how to act, what job to have, etc. And they want you to run that over with a car. Be yourself unapologetically and live life on your own terms. Badass, bold, and empowered. At Babe Co., can you not only find mugs that will say exactly what you may be thinking to the person sitting across from you that needs to take a breather, but they also have shirts, jewelry, home decor, all of the things to fully express yourself. And if you've ever seen any of my mugs while I'm spilling the tea on TikTok, 
you may be wondering, where can I get that? So now I have teamed up with Babeco so that we can get you 15% off of anything in their store. You will find some of my favorite mugs under the drink section, but also don't hesitate to look at the home decor and jewelry and clothing line. All of the mugs are 16 ounce mugs. So if you like a big pour of coffee each morning, these are for you. And there's also some glasses. I've even snuck in some of the drinkware that I've gotten from Babeco to my grandmother and she's never even noticed. And yet it makes perfect opportunity for us to all giggle. You can click the link below in the show notes or go to wearebabeco.com and use Oops I Gossiped Again and get 15% off. And don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories when you're pouring your coffee into your favorite mug and ready to listen to the tea. Go to We Are Babe Co. and get 15% off with the code Oops I Gossiped Again. All right, let's dive into some Bravo things. I thought that we could have a break from Vanderpump Rules for just a short while. You know, a short while. We had maybe two minutes from the end of the show to filming where people weren't talking about anything. We were still all speculating what was going on with Rachel, but now they are filming and it feels like we are getting everything as they are filming. Like, I feel like they should have a social media bar. Like, you're not allowed to post on social media anything. So let's get up to speed and I'm going to explain what I am truly annoyed at today regarding Vanderpump Rules. Number one, I am I am overseeing all of the behind the scenes things. Everyone is sharing something, whether it is people that are catching video of them filming at Sur and filming at Pump. Pump has now closed, RIP Pump. But what, you know, all of these people are there and they're filming. Like, oh my God, we caught... Tom and Lisa Vanderpump having a screaming match outside of Pump. Oh my God, we t- we caught Sandoval and Sheena screaming at each other in the parking lot. I don't care. I don't care. Let me live in a bubble until it is on television. They have been nominated for an Emmy for the first time. Great. Awesome. Cool. Scandoval did that. Awesome. Good for you guys. But I don't need to see all the fucking behind the scenes of every single piece of everything that you're doing. So currently the cast is on a trip to Lake Tahoe. Lisa Vanderpump is opening a new restaurant in Lake Tahoe at Haraz, I believe. And we are getting everything. They are filming. Currently we have Lala, Sheena, James, the Toms, and Allie all in Lake Tahoe filming this cast trip. Notably missing from the trip are Katie and Ariana. So not only do we know that they are on this cast trip because people are snagging photos and sharing it online, the cast themselves are sharing a lot of things online. A lot on their stories. We're seeing Sheena and Lala share literally everything that's going on on their stories. I need Bravo to look at them and be like, hey, maybe don't do this shit. I don't know if Bravo is living in this all things are good, all things are great, like it's more money. Obviously, Vanderpump has made a splash and they have opened up to new viewers and people that have never, you know, weren't like myself on the Vanderpump rules since episode one. However, I don't want to see every single thing that we're doing. And what has happened with this cast trip? First of all, we have a lot of people that have been providing, quote, proof, eye roll in, you know, 
bombastic side eye that Rachel will be joining them on this trip. Now, Rachel has been spotted in Arizona. She is not currently in Lake Tahoe. But on top of that, we have, we see everything from their point of view and speculations start being made and people start getting saucy online. And I have to wonder, like people, do you not realize how reality television works? So Sheena has gotten a lot of kickback online this week for hanging with Tom Sandoval. We see that the Toms are both there. I can hear Tom Sandoval's voice in the back of one of Sheena's videos. And then there was a fan photo that got sent all over the internet and Sheena is standing next to Tom Sandoval. There are videos and photos of them all sitting at a table together and like starting to chastise Sheena and Lala and James for hanging out with Sandoval. This, this is reality television. This is what happens. If their contracts say, say that they are required to do X, Y, and Z, X being a cast film trip and Z being who hang out and converse with whomever is there on said trip, that is their job. This is not by choice. Now, how this evolves over time, are they going to still have a friendship? Who knows? Will they build a new one? Who knows? We don't know all of that. But you can't have see a video or a photo posted online and start tearing someone apart like Sheena for conversing and being, quote, friendly with Tom Sandoval when you don't know what's going on, first of all. But also, this is their fucking job. This is what they are paid to do. Now, Katie and Ariana are not on this trip, and this makes me feel like Ariana specifically probably has a, we know she has a much higher upper hand right now with, with all of her brand deals with Bravo, likely with her agent, she probably had better negotiating tactics to take her out of those situations from time to time. Now, I don't know how Katie gets involved in that to not be there as well. Maybe she had the same thing, but she's not there. Because her contract probably says she doesn't have to be there. Everyone else has to be there. This is their job. They are not choosing to go on a vacation with Tom Sandoval just for the fun of it. So can we stop online tearing apart someone who is smiling and taking a photo next to a cast member, next to a co-worker? Because we don't know what the relationship is like. We're not getting everything. And thank God we're not. I hope that it does not come out until it's time for the season to air. But give her a fucking break. We also had all these speculations of Rachel showing up there. And someone posted on TikTok, the proof that Rachel is there, we're just not seeing her, is because Graham, the dog, was there. Now, I don't know if it was those posts that came out that kind of the reason for James sharing this just today, James now has custody of Graham. And maybe James has had Graham since Rachel went into the quote mental facility. Maybe he has had him this entire time, but didn't tell anybody. But because people need to be sleuths and start picking apart every single thing that is shown on social media, now he has these photos and he's sharing. So I'm so happy for him, by the way. This I'm not complaining about. I'm really happy for him. He and Allie now have Graham, and I'm very happy for them. 
But because Graham was shown in the background of a video, people were like, this is proof that Rachel is there. No, now you're seeing it's not proof that she is there. You are seeing that he has custody of Graham once again. But I might be in the minority here. And I'm sorry again for this feeling like it's a very venti, complainy episode. I just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing all the behind the scenes. I'm tired of seeing the leaks and the speculation and all these people pushing this quote proof. Like I, I, in my own content creation, I feel like I've held a little bit of integrity. I don't like to come in and be like, well, I'm seeing this and this is exactly what's going on. Like I wait, I speculate, I sit on things for a bit until there's more proof, until there's more information, then I will talk about it and I'll share my opinion on it. But I'm not out here just doing this for views. And I watch some accounts that are growing to, you know, 100,000 followers and such. In my opinion, I feel like I know as a smaller creator that I'm sitting on things a little bit. I am, I'm being hesitant to share until there's more information. And then I kind of go with it. I'm not out here just to have 100,000 followers because I want to throw a speculation out there. Like that's just not my jam. I'm, I've tried to hold a little bit of integrity of what I do. And it's frustrating when people just, I feel like just do it just for views or just do it just for followers so that they can throw something at the wall and see if it sticks. And, and it's not true. There was one this week that was saying that because of the SAG after everything was everything was canceled. Like Vanderpump wasn't filming. It was one headline that Vanderpump Rules had actually stopped filming at Miramar because the hotel workers at Miramar were on strike. So they stopped filming at that location in support of their strike. It's like someone just read a headline and ran with it and didn't even bother to read the article. Don't put these things out there just for views. So here we have people putting out, oh my God, Graham was seen in the background of a video. So Rachel is absolutely there. No, she's not. Now we find out. All that being said, Graham is now living with Allie and James and they have their own little home and the two cats and they're a little family of five and I love that for them. But can we just have a collective request? Let's stop speculating every single thing that is happening because it just, I, I feel like even towards the end of Vanderpump Rules season 10, there was so much that was happening in real time that it made us look at the episode differently. It made us look at the entire season differently. It kind of became exhausting to watch in a way. And I feel like that's where we're already at here. I wish that Bravo would kind of tighten up a little bit and keep things under wraps. I do feel like maybe they are trying to say like, yeah, you go out and do whatever you want to do, like post whatever you want to post because this is going to get more people, more money, people talking about it. We're already there. Listen, it's already a phenomenon. It's already doing much better than what it was, uh, you know, two years ago, two seasons ago. But if we could just keep things under wraps and allow to enjoy the season as it comes, I would feel a lot better. Maybe you don't agree with me. Maybe you enjoy all these things that are happening, but uh, I, I just needed to say it. So anyways, let's move on to Real Housewives of New York. The new women of New York have now premiered on our television. And I have to say, I'm, I'm obsessed. I really love it. 
I think it was definitely time. I went into great detail of how I felt about the reboot in last week's episode. So if you did not hear that, go back and listen to that. But I thought it was really great. I think it's awesome to have fresh faces. It felt new. It felt exciting. And the feedback has been split. (laughs) I had to laugh because so many of my comments are, it was so boring. It was horrible to watch. It's so boring. I could not even get through the episode. Like this was one episode. And you have to think back to the very first episode of New York, like episode one, season one, go all the way back. We had no idea what we were in for. We had no clue what we were in for. So if people want to come into the comments and be like, it was so boring. I couldn't even get through it. I hate them all. Like you're getting all of that from one episode where you've literally just met these women is mind boggling to me. These are probably the same people who in my comment section will come in and be like, I am so tired of the fights. Why are we watching grown old women fight? Why is everything so toxic? But then at the same time, you're going to come in and be like, it was so boring. Which way do you want it? You can't have it both ways, right? You can't, do you want right down the middle? Because I don't, I don't know what you're looking for. You can't be mad that it's too toxic and there are too many fights and then come in and say, that it was boring, especially in one episode. In my opinion, I thought it was great. And I also think that there is more than just a cheese gate happening in this first episode. Right off the bat, I love Jenna Lyons. I love her style. I love, I know her history. I've followed her for a long time. I, I, she's my favorite at this point coming in blind. Also Bryn. Bryn is a star. Bryn knows how to work the camera. And ultimately, since all of this press has been coming, she said that her mom is actually really good friends with Lisa Vanderpump. She grew up with Pandy. They have been friends forever. And Lisa actually came to her and asked her to move out and drop like drop her PR business and join Vanderpump Rules and be a server when that first started. And Bryn said that she was like, no, reality TV is so trashy. I'll never do that. And she was like, but now I'm poor. So here I am. This girl is a star. She is going to know exactly how and what to do for the cameras to create a stir, I think in every single situation, I'm here for it. I actually, I love every single one of them. Uba really gave me a feel like she's in the background a little bit, but going to be that like quiet comic relief. Sai is great. Jessel is great. Erin, I think is going to probably butt heads a lot with Bryn. We'll see how that all plays out. I'm, I love it. I really loved the fresh focus of it. Maybe people were thinking that it was boring because we had Cheesegate. So Cheesegate was allegedly, they were at a dinner and the, and Sai made a comment about Aaron serving cheese and it was weird. I don't know. It was, it all seemed very interesting to me. And there was also an argument over the girls leaving a restaurant and Aaron was upset I have a theory about all of this because it seems as though we're having these arguments of really insignificant things, right? We have to think back to how New York, this reboot began, and it included Lizzie Savetsky, who is not on the cast. Lizzie and I believe Bryn got into an argument because Lizzie is a uh, matchmaker, So allegedly Bryn had made a comment about Lizzie 
hooking her up with someone and introducing her to someone. And it turned into a very anti-Semitic situation where allegedly Lizzie made comments like, you're not Jewish. I'm not going to, you know, hook you up with someone that's Jewish. And it became this argument wherein I believe it was Aaron allegedly made anti-Semitic comments. According to Lizzie, this is what Lizzie said. And then allegedly Lizzie's husband started making very racist comments And it was a really big argument that ultimately ended with Lizzie and Bravo parting ways. Lizzie has said that it was her choice. Bravo has kind of said it wasn't in not so many words. I did a lot of research on this. I did videos way back when all of this happened. I believe that it was Bravo that cut ties with her and Lizzie just really hasn't taken accountability for that. All of this happened on camera. So when we come into this new episode of a new cast, a brand new episode, brand new vibe, everything, they have already filmed for like three or four weeks up to this point. However, everything that they filmed that involved Lizzie was gone. That had to be scrapped. So we come in and it already is kind of giving this weird thing. Like they're not really meeting each other They're really already, they've already been hanging out. There are already issues, one being a restaurant situation and one allegedly being this cheese comment. I have a theory that it is not about a restaurant. It is not about cheese. It is actually about the arguments that happened and the things that went down with Lizzie. Because in the end of the episode, Aaron and Bryn are in Jenna's closet and they are trying to hash things out and they're talking about it. And Aaron makes a comment to Bryn like, you chose a side and it really hurt my feelings. I have a feeling that cheese and maybe this restaurant are a metaphor for everything that went down with Lizzie. But unfortunately, we can't see that and it won't be discussed in that way because everything that involved her had to be scrapped by Bravo. It's not out of the realm of possibility that this has nothing to do with a weird cheese comment, that this is actually something much bigger, but they can't actually talk about it. Now, if it was solely about a restaurant, if it was solely about cheese, yeah, I could understand. It seems like these are trivial, stupid things to be arguing about. Like we need to get into something deeper. Again, remember this is one episode. But if you go back and watch and you take into account of everything that happened prior to this episode, I think it's much more. I think there is a deeper thing happening here. We just aren't allowed to know what it's about because everything had to be scrapped. Now, had we seen what actually went down, had we watched the way these conversations of the aftermath happened when this went down and how they all kind of worked through it, I think Cheesegate would make a lot more sense. But it doesn't because they can't talk about it. So just like it's not about the pasta, I don't think it's about the cheese. I think it's a much bigger issue. But unfortunately, right now, we can't know about that. I said it on last week's episode. The only thing I don't love about this is that it's on Sunday. I hate when Bravo puts shows out on Sundays. Maybe they didn't get as much as good as numbers because it was Sunday. I prefer things being in the middle of the week. That's just my personal preference. I will probably always watch it the day after. I don't watch it live, but I'm I'm here for it. I love it. I think they are going to provide a really good dynamic. I mean, we have younger women who are living some of the same experiences now. And when I say younger women, I'm meaning like mid-30s, not 55 to 60-year-old women acting a fool for the cameras anymore. 
And every time someone's like, bring back the OGs, these aren't my New York housewives. Like you people sound like that's not my precedent. I mean, change is inevitable. (laughs) We need to go with it and flow with it. And if you don't like it, if they're not your housewives, if they're not your Roni, then don't watch. But I also don't need you to come into the comments every time and be like, that is, that is so boring. This is, these are not my Roni housewives. Then don't watch. It's that simple. But we have watched these women. Like if you want to watch your OGs, go watch Crappie Lake because that has been amazing. Luann and Sonia are entertainment. Luann and Sonia are great together. It's fun. It's uplifting. It's humorous. We get it. I love it. I'm here for it. I want, I hope that it continues. I hope that they take them all over in a very simple life vibe for years to come for as long as they can be on there. But people like Ramona Singer were not enjoyable to watch anymore because she is so out of touch of what is happening in life now. She can't be on television saying those things. She is a disaster waiting to happen in so many ways. But if this is not your Roni, then don't watch. It's it's that it's simple. I think that this is going to be a true test of what Bravo decides to do moving forward. And one of the reasons this is kind of going to kick off to OC a little bit, and I am behind I because I'm it's not enjoyable to me to watch. So guess what? I'm not watching. I see clips. Bravo brought Tamra back to the OC to spice things up because it was, again, a dying franchise. And she has been horrible. I saw clips from this week's episode where she is at a table bitching to Jen about something. And Jen is great. I actually, from what I have watched, I really like Jen. And she throws a napkin in her face and once again goes running off. Like how she ended running off, uh, like before she was kicked off, running off into the bushes and crying. She's overdoing it for the cameras because in her brain, in her head, she thinks that she is the one to come and save the franchise, that she is the only one that is going to be able to pick the ratings back up and she is overdoing it. And people are then in the comments going, Tamara is insufferable. We don't want to see her. We can't handle this screaming. This was Bravo's test, bringing her back to see if it helped. And it hasn't aged well. It's not going well. All of these franchises are struggling in a way that nobody is moving forward. No one is growing. I explained it last week of how we bring one new person in and they don't mesh well with the group. And it just, it's not fun because they don't have the same lived experiences where now Roni is in a place where they have an opportunity to test these waters, see how it plays out. And if you're going to just assume right off of one episode that things are boring, then don't watch. But we also don't need to have arguments over it. I personally think it's great. I think it's going to be a fresh take on Roni. I think it's going to provide a different experience into because these women are really, they're all a different woman than what the OGs were. They are, you know, all doing the things now that we want to see in New York. We want to see people growing businesses and standing in being really empowered and having fun and enjoying themselves. I think we're going to get that from Roni and I'm here for it. And if you're not, then don't watch, or we could have just normal conversations about it. And that's great too. 
But I don't think it's fair to just start saying it's boring and I hate them. One comment was actually, it was so, so, so horrible. I hate them all so much. They are not Roni. And I was like, wow, you got that all from like a 40 minute episode. (laughs) Seems a little bit extreme, but okay. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. I think it's going to be great. And if I'm wrong, then I'll eat it. That's fine. I'm looking forward to seeing. I think we should all just give it a chance. I think that there are much deeper things than what you find is boring about Cheesegate. And We'll see what happens. I would love to know what you think of the first episode of Roni. You can comment here on this episode. Let me know what you think. Did you love it? Do you think it's quote boring? <laughs> Do you agree that there might be something behind my theory of Cheesegate being more than just cheese and that it's actually something much deeper that we'll probably never know about? I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think in the comments. As always, please leave a rate and review. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. If you are going to the theaters this weekend, have fun, enjoy. If you share this episode on your socials, please tag me so I can say hello. And I hope that you have a great weekend and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.